Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. And so today I've got a special treat. We are going to be feasting off of the wisdom channeling through the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin, as we get into looking at the message that she would have for us today from her 1972 hit, Rock Steady Baby. So come on, join me on the flip as we break this down and get a quick wisdom smack that's going to be real good for us. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there, and thank you for joining me today. Today, I've got a treat for you. I am inspired by the late, great Miss Aretha Franklin's 1972 hit Rock Steady Baby. And it's such a funky, groovy song that if you go and look at it on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify or or wherever it may be, you'll see that it's almost an anthem to tell us to basically chill out, be okay. So now let me set this up real good for you, okay? Now, in 1972, when the song was a hit, a chart maker for Miss Aretha, the Cold War was uh, into its 25th year. Starting from 1947, it was uh, the United States against the Soviet Union with their race to dominate 25 years in. But not only that, there were two other wars going on. So we had the Cold War. I I said two other wars. There was another war going on. We had the Cold War and we had the Vietnam War with U.S. involvement. And it would be another year before our involvement would cease and would leave everyone completely emotionally uh, and politically spent. But not only that, we also had the beginnings of the Watergate scandal and the space race was 15 years in to dominate the skies or the heavens, if you will. So there was a lot of stuff going on. And you could even tell when you looked at the, the top songs of the year, you had little Michael Jackson singing about a rat named Ben and wanting to be friends. And he was wishing that everybody would just see you know, the relationship. You had people talking about love, not war. Uh, you you had uh, a, a different vibe of basically people being tired of being on high alert. And there's something about wisdom 
wisdom will will show you some things. Wisdom will show you patterns and wisdom will show you code. And so I was not very familiar with this song Rock Steady, but it's I started humming it. I was like, wait a minute, that was before my time. Let me go look this up. And lo and behold, I start listening to it. And it's just, like I said, a simple little ditty, quite an earworm, by the way. But then when you look at the words in context of what we are facing right now with the the, the novel coronavirus uh, possibly becoming a pandemic, uh, with mass panic starting to happen, with, and I can only talk about the United States, but with it affecting everything from our government, our financial institutions, down to uh, things that were quote unquote steady being canceled just the other day at the time of this recording. South by Southwest is canceled. You have major um, recording acts having to either cancel venues or push them down to smaller venues to accommodate for this, the panic and hysteria of the, of the public that they don't want to be infected and so on and on. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of Miss Aretha's uh, lyrics from Rocksteady. And it talks about Rocksteady, baby. That's what I feel now. Let's call this song exactly what it is. And I'm going to tell you, this is a clarion call. This is a call to get people back into their bodies, back into their self-control. Don't believe me? This is what she says next. Just um, just move your hips with a feeling from side to side. Now, remember, as we've talked in this uh, podcast, we've talked a lot about polarity. We've talked about the pendulum swinging from side to side. We've talked about how you want to progress and move things. And we've talked about how the alchemy of life comes to show us uh, how to, for those who have an ear to hear and an eye to see, how to stay steady. So this song goes on to say, now, after you move your hips from side to side, and uh, if you look at meridians and you look at chakras, you'll know that the hip area is the area of passion. It's the area of your root grounding, uh, your ability to be here and to uh, find your bearings. So it's important that they talked about, you know, the hips swinging from side to side. But then she goes on with more of this code that says, sit yourself down in your car and take a ride. Now, if we look at car symbolism, uh, the the symbol of the car, it means that it, it goes back to taking and staying in control. It is often where it implies that it is our way of being able to achieve and to regain our confidence and to regain our freedom of achievement and destiny because of the movement, the vehicle. And because it is grounded, meaning it's not an airplane, it's it's a car. It's it's one with the earth. It is our ability to thrive on the earth. And so when we look at rock steady, oh yes, 
She goes on to say, uh, and while you're moving, now after you have sat yourself in this car, meaning you sit down and you're putting your hips in your seat, you sit down and you get to moving. She says, now after you've done all of this, she wants you to rock steady, baby. Rocking steady with the with with the movement of the earth. Stay with me, y'all. I'm not cuckoo. I'm not. Trust me, we're getting somewhere here. So with this, she goes on to say, let's call this song exactly what it is. It's a clarion call. And she says it's a funky and low down feeling, meaning you want to be grounded. You want to be okay with the earth again. So much so that she says, again, move your hips from left to right. And then she goes on to tell you, Jump and move your hips with a feeling from side to side. Sit yourself down in your car and take a ride. And then she moves on to the next verse. So once she's got you to understanding that, she then tells you, put your hands up in the air. So when you put your hands up in the air, what you're doing is you are communing with so above as below. You are getting your mind back right. Now that you're settled and you notice this doesn't, she don't tell you to put your hands in the air until after the second verse. She's like, I got to get you to be steady. Get yourself back into your body. Get yourself back in harmony with your environment. Then you can put your hands in the air. And then she say, got a feeling you ain't got no care. Meaning that all is well, like we said yesterday, all is well. And that when you know that you know, things tend to work out. Oh, yes, they do. And then she keeps on and she says it, uh, what it is. I might be doing this funky dance all night. Put your hands in the air. Got a feeling you ain't got no care. You got to take this burn that tear we all inside. I'm like, wow, who knew? Aretha was deep. (laughs) There was code all around. And you might be saying, Michelle, why are you talking about a song that's 48 years old? Well, for one, did you realize that 1972 was the longest year ever recorded? Not only was it a leap year like this year, but it had two extra seconds added on to it and no other year, leap year or otherwise, has ever had that happen. And during that time, two wars, Cold War and Vietnam War, plus a space race, plus a turmoil of the, at that time, most powerful government in the world with the uh, uh, Watergate situation, everything was out of whack. Uh, they were dealing with Supreme Court is dealing with um, uh, capital murder um, uh, charges, uh, not charges, but legislation. Um, there are protests. Everybody is up in arms. And she comes out and she sings rock steady. You know what this song is about. S- move your hips. Sit yourself in your car. Take a ride. And once you calm down, put your hands in the air and make it all right. She goes on to say that you take this burn. Don't give no care. Get back right with all. And 
I, I was just floored because that's how wisdom does. She just comes through. And when she is done, you are flabbergasted. And so I was like, wow. And I wasn't going to deal with the coronavirus, but like I said, I had a conversation with my niece and she was like, oh, Shell, this would be really great if you, you know, if you talked about this. And so I was like, okay. (laughs) So you know how we do here. We have to go. And I am a lover of uh, etymology of a word. And so this coronavirus, they call it the novel coronavirus. And novel, in this case, is not about a book. It's about something being new, strange, and unusual or previously unknown. Oh, and by the way, that is the same definition that has been holding steady, rock steady baby, since the six, I mean, the, yeah, the 1600s, the mid 15th century. And so when we talk about novel, it says it's new. Now, the funny thing about novel is, is it really, is it really? Because there's really nothing new under the sun. It's just possibly the way, the new way it's being presented. And then when you look at the corona, the corona is, they call it a crown. But if you were to look at a a pictorial representation of the corona, it would be the aura around a planet. It would be that disbursement of light or visible gases that you can see. Sometimes, depending on if the conditions are right, you can see it on the sun. But for most planets and celestial bodies, you can see this off-gassing, if you will, that looks like a crown. And when we think about this virus, which is poison and it is uh, destruction, and it specifically says when you, you know, when you look up the word that it is a corruption of the influence of the intellect or morals, or it is intellectual poison. And thus the corona, meaning our minds, meaning our abilities to think and be intellectual and to be logical are under attack. And thus When your head is under attack, you got to move your hips from side to side. You got to get back with the rhythm of the mother. Get back with the rhythm of Mother Earth. Sit yourself down in your car and take a ride. Understand that you are still sovereign. You are still able to move. You are still able to be here. And you are still able to do things. So thank you for letting me say that part. So... What I want to say is that we deal with emotions and thoughts and things here a lot. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for rocking steady with me, baby. (laughs) And today I kind of want to just say that your emotions are really meant to be acknowledged. And if you you feel some kind of way about all of the constant diet news diet of the media purporting all of the different cases and and all of this stuff. And yesterday we talked about uh, three men make a tiger, that Chinese proverb that says that we tend to believe things when the more people say it is so. Whether we have visual or physical or tangible evidence 
of it. We tend to believe it if enough people say it is so. Now, I am not saying anything about the virus not being truth. I'm not saying that. Do not take that from this. What I am saying is that if enough people are saying you need to be fearful, you need to feel helpless, you need to become irrational and panicked, if enough people say that, guard yourself so that you don't ingest those feels, those feelings. Um, like I said, I was having this conversation with my niece and I just simply told her, I said, the fact that it still remains that even during the Black Plague, everybody didn't get it. And I want to know, what was it about them with the same conditions where they didn't get it and other people did? I was like, I want to know what was that makeup? And so this is not me trying to make sense of anything as much as it's me just delivering the wisdom smack that says that your emotions are truly meant to be acknowledged, but they are not meant to be your decision makers. Let me say that again. Your emotions are meant to be acknowledged, but they are not meant to be your decision makers. You have to be able to dare to dream, dare to uh, prosper in the midst of fear and doubt. You have to realize that even during the Black Plague, not everybody got it. And you, you, if, if you dare, I dare you to understand and reach out in, into the great all to grab onto that of survival and to grab onto that of uh, plentiful, of, of health, of being able to rock steady, of being able to calm yourself, of being able to get back into your body and understand that do what you should to stay as healthy as possible, but do not become irrational to the point of causing everything to become dangerous. Because, and I've said this before, it's attributed to Napoleon, and he has gone on to say that, and I've heard it in many different iterations, but he said that when the rich get a cold, the poor die of pneumonia. And when we understand the flow of information that it comes from the head, and we couple that with understanding that propaganda and crowd dissemination and all of the little things that we've talked about before, the Overton window and all of the different paradoxes of, uh, of how people can try to change your mind and, and play with your emotions. I want you to not just be on guard, but, but be discerning, vet things, understand that you still have sovereignty and power and how you deal with your life. There are studies, and I was trying to look for some, and I, I, I ran out of time before it was time to record um, in all of my notes, but trust me, Google it and you'll see that there are studies that certain hormonal um, uh, cocktails are released in the body when we are in fear. And these hormonal tr uh, transmissions um, do things to our cellular health. Actually, it kind of degrades it. 
And what it does is it allows us to become more susceptible. No matter what you think your immunity is, it allows people to become more susceptible to invasions of viruses and bacterial infections and the like. And so for the very sake of your ability to stay healthy, I am asking you to consider wisdom's call to rock steady, baby. I am asking you to consider that you remain able and you remain uh, in charge of your whole being to be discerning. Yes, you should prep. Yes, you should take things seriously. You should wash your hands. You should use all the Clorex and Purell and all the things. You definitely should. And you should self-regulate yourself to not feed into or produce unusual spikes of hysteria, panic, and anxiousness. Because even when it looks like all hope is gone, when you know that you know that you are able to survive and thrive, things tend tend to work out. I'm going to say that one again. When you know that you know, if you have a promise that there are things that you want to do and that you are in the midst of doing those things, stand firm on that promise, on that vision. That's why we have visions, vision boards, goals, dreams, desires, because they tether us to that that version of us who has already done it. You see, what ends up happening is, is if you get a desire and a dream and a hope, that's a future you, a future version of you that has sent echoes back in time to call you to that that part of you. And if you still have goals, visions, and dreams that you have not realized, rock steady. Sit yourself down in your car and take a ride. Get to that version of you that's past this. I like to say, put your finish line past the turmoil. Don't put it right in the middle of it. Don't end up there. Look past it. Employ the hope and the faith that it takes to get to where you want to be. I guess, in a way, I'm simply asking us, under the fall of my voice, that we do like Aretha encouraged us to. We get back into the rhythm and the swing of life. We get back into being stable and steady like a rock. We get back into understanding that come what may, as long as we know that we know, we're going to be all right. Because this song is exactly what it is. Rock steady, baby. That's what I feel now. And I like the fact that she used the words, or the songwriter used the words feel and steady. It's in times like this that you have to find your tether point. You have to realize that just because things might be coming that you weren't bargaining for. It doesn't mean that you throw the baby out with the bathwater. It doesn't mean that you just give up and say, woe is me and, and you know, and, and look at everything like uh, it is out to get you. Understand that you, you have been blessed to be at a time as now to get the information 
and to be able to have time to prepare, you do yourself a disservice if you start to feed the what ifs and the the possibilities of destruction instead of feeding the fact that you're going to remain stable, you're going to remain encouraged, you're going to do what you're supposed to, be mindful of of great hygiene, (laughs) be mindful of what you do with your hands and your face, be mindful of all of the good stuff that the media is putting out, but also be mindful to vet, to filter, and to deny all of the constant diet of the panic of the feelings of helplessness, of anything that takes you away from being able to be steady. If you have to, I remember when I used to see clients, sometimes when people were having a hard time getting physically into themselves, I would have them stand up and just move their hips, no joke, from side to side in a figure eight, just a figure eight. You'll be amazed that if you do that for a good three to five minutes, you will find that you relax and that you feel more concrete and more stable. Aretha was preaching. She was saying some things. And she was telling us in the midst of their wars and their races and their turmoil at the top uh, offices in the longest year ever recorded, she still said, rock steady, baby. Move your hips from side to side. Sit yourself down in your control. You drive yourself. You take back the destiny and the the propulsion of your future. And then after you've done that, put your hands in the air. Clear that space. Clear that space in in your mind. And get your mind back right. Don't give it all away. And, and and understand that the power that you have is not evaporated because of some new virus trying to attack your mind, trying to attack your sanity. You see, there's always another secret to be revealed. There's always more code. There's always more layers to something. And I would encourage you, for those of you who are listening, look past all of the hubbub of what's going on with this virus. What are the headlines that should be getting noticed that are are tipping just below the surface and getting away with stuff? I'm always that person who's like, okay, this is getting a lot of interest. What's really going on? What's getting past us? And I'll just say this, it's not necessarily that they're trying to keep it quiet, but I will tell you, while you concerned with toilet paper at the grocery store, you might want to be concerned with what's happening in the, in the financial industry. And the fact that not just because, because, you know, I'm not trying to say that these are causations. I'm not trying to say that these are even correlations. Well, some of it is because they've said it. But it seems something, you know, like we should be aware that it's not even just because of the coronavirus, but that there was turmoil brewing before it hit in the financial industry. 
And now we have other industries like the travel industry that already two weeks into this virus at the time of this recording, and they're going to possibly need bailouts. And like I said, I don't talk politics. I don't talk any of that stuff. I'm just simply saying that when you're in times like this, when there is a lot of push from the mass media to get your attention on something, you got to start asking yourself, what else are they trying to get me to not look at? And it's up to you, whatever you want to do. But I will tell you this much, that when you get steady, oh, it's time for you to use uh, your power to, to truly understand what's going on. There was this old preacher, and you guys know my background uh, as a Southern African-American woman <laughs> raised in the church. There was this old preacher when he was shouting, you know, preaching really good. He would say things like, you know, um, that he's like, I don't care how high you jump. All I care about is how straight you walk when you come back down. And even in this song, Rock Steady, she talks about jumping up. But then she also talks about when you land, be steady. Come on back down. You do yourself a huge solid to get steady. Don't matter what's going on. She says, you know what this song is about. You know, that's code. So I'm just trying to tell you guys today, rock steady. Stay with it. Don't get duped. Don't get turned around. Don't get high up in the air, all flustered and turned around. Do not. And I said this yesterday and I'll say it again. Do not get caught up in eating the vomit of other people. That's just nasty. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Rock steady, baby. Move your hips from side to side. Get in your car and take a ride. You know that's code for finding your rhythm and your peace and regaining your capacity for sovereignty and for control over your life. Do not inherit other people's fears. Instead, take like when the way we say it in the South is eat the fish, leave the bones. Instead, take the warnings, take the instructions, bone up on your Clorox, your, your Purell and all your disinfectants that can kill the virus. Wash your hands, keep your uh, fingers out of your uh, face and rock steady, baby. So I didn't think I was going to be doing a podcast on the coronavirus because I don't like to to turn these into uh, trendy subjects. But my niece and I had a conversation. She was like, please address this. <laughs> so I did. And I, with the last few seconds that I have, I want to encourage you. Think for yourself and employ wisdom. You are learning and growing your wisdom daily. Your mind is strong. Do not so easily give up your peace such that you won't be able to decipher what is up and down because hysteria is is not good. And don't fall don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. So guess what? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. See you tomorrow. (music) 
And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.